This is, he's setting up a story here. And this story is, you know, all of the odds being stacked against him and his family. You know, it's like those, that, those crazy moments happen and lies are told and people believe them. And all of a sudden your character is impugned, your integrity is questioned and you lose everything. You lose your reputation, you lose your money, you lose your business. This is very difficult circumstances to undergo, but we, as students of imagination, we understand that this is evolutionary pressure. All right, welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is all about breaking down the teachings of Neville Goddard, making them easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we are continuing with The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, and today's episode is all about success stories. And in particular, Neville is going to share the story of how his family became extremely wealthy and influential all throughout the Caribbean islands, including Barbados, where he was originally born and where his family started. So this is the second success story in this particular chapter of The Power of Awareness. And I'm going to start with Neville's words and add my commentary as we go. Neville writes, this is a striking story of an extremely successful businessman demonstrating the power of imagination and the law of assumption. I know this family intimately and all the details were told me by the son described herein. Now, this is Neville's family. Again, he kind of holds the story at arm's length saying he knows the details intimately without claiming that it's his own family. I think for obvious reasons, if your family was extremely wealthy and successful, you might want to be a little subtle about it as well. The story begins when he was 20 years old. He was the next to the oldest in a large family of nine brothers and one sister. The father was one of the partners in a small merchandising business. In his 18th year, the brother referred to in this story left the country in which they lived and traveled 2,000 miles to enter college and complete his education. Shortly after his first year in college, he was called home because of a tragic event in connection with his father's business. Through the machinations of his associates, his father was not only forced out of his business, but was also the object of false accusations impugning his character and integrity. At the same time, he was deprived of his rightful share in the equity of the business. The result was that he found himself largely discredited and almost penniless, very poor, found himself discredited and poor. So poor, both financially and poor in reputation. And on an island of Barbados, right? Reputation is everything. It's an island. Everyone knows each other. So this, this is, he's setting up a story here. And this story is, you know, all of the odds being stacked against him and his family. You know, it's like, those, that, those crazy moments happen and lies are told and people believe them. And all of a sudden your character is impugned, your integrity is questioned and you lose everything. You lose your reputation, you lose your money, you lose your business. This is very difficult circumstances to undergo. But we, as students of imagination, we understand that this is evolutionary pressure and the evolutionary pressure inspires new horizons of potential. Always. Anytime something crazy like this happens in life, it is always to be viewed as evolutionary pressure, which is deleting the barriers. It is removing the gatekeepers and creating a new opportunity to reach out and to embrace. Neville's going to explain exactly how his brother, Victor, was able to reach out and embrace the evolutionary pressure that this experience represented. 
The son returned, Victor returned, his heart filled with one great resolution. He was determined that he would become outstandingly successful in business. The first thing he and his father did was to use the little money they had to start their own business. They rented a small store on a side street, not far from the large business of which the father had been one of the principal owners. There they started a business bent upon real service to the community. It was shortly after that, the son with instinctive awareness that it was bound to work deliberately used imagination to attain an almost fantastic objective. Okay, so the situation happens, this evolutionary pressure happens, the son returns from college and says, dad, I'll help you rebuild. They rent a small store and the son, knowing the creative power of imagination, decides to put it to work. And he has created an objective that seems almost fantasy-like. It seems almost impossible to achieve this, but he's using the only power he has, the power of assumption to make it work. And this is what he did. Every day on the way to and from work, He passed the building of his father's former business, the biggest business of its kind in the country. It was one of the largest buildings with the most prominent location in the heart of the city. Now, I've been to Barbados. I've been to Bridgetown, Barbados. And so I I know a little bit. I can see in my mind's eye uh, what Neville is saying when he's saying a a large, prominent business in the heart of the city. I've I've walked through those streets and I can can feel, I can tune in and, and, and get a feeling for what that feeling would have been like to be on a side street with your business and to see the main hustling, bustling main street of the culture in downtown Bridgetown being, uh, you know, having this, this building that used to belong, you know, used to, your father used to be a part of and is no longer a part of. You can get a sense of what that's like. Maybe you can join me in imagination and feel this story real for yourself. On the outside of the building was a huge sign on which the name of the firm was printed in large, bold letters. Day after day, as Victor passed by, a great dream took shape in his mind. He thought of how wonderful it would be if it was his family that owned this great building, his family that owned and operated this great business. One day, as he stood gazing at the building in his imagination, he saw a completely different name on the huge sign across the entrance. Now, the large letters spelled out his family name. In these case histories, actual names are not used. For the sake of clarity in this story, we will use hypothetical names and assume that it is that the son's family name was Lordard, which is hilarious to me because it's actually Goddard. But Neville is trying to be subtle and he's not doing a very good job, but it's really funny. Where the sign read FN Moth and Co., it was actually uh, FN Roach and Co. Neville's just changing the story ever so slightly. He's, he's trying to be uh, subtle and a little bit clever. In imagination, Victor saw the name letter by letter read out J.N. Goddard and Sons. So it said Roach and Company, and he transliterated it in his imagination to say Goddard and Sons which is now, by the way, Goddard Enterprises. Look them up. They're massive. They're a multi-billion dollar corporation ever since Victor founded it. I mean, this is the most amazing success story I've ever heard using the power of imagination. It's incredible. And uh, you you can look it up for yourself. The facts are there. He remained looking at the sign with his eyes wide open, imagining that it read Goddard and Sons. 
twice a day, week after week, month after month, for two years. Every time he looked at this building, he saw his family name over the front door. He was convinced that if he felt strongly enough that a thing was true, it was bound to be the case. And by seeing in imagination his family name on the sign, which implied that they owned the business, he became convinced that one day they would own the business. During this period, he only told one person what he was doing. Now, this is an important point. When we are planting something in imagination, it is incredibly important that we conserve the energy that we are investing into the idea. And when we tell others about it, it's a leak. It's a leak of the energy. And this is very important to understand. When you start to understand this concept, this will take your manifesting to the next level. When you have a dream and you're investing your imagination in it, tell no one. Tell no one. Now, you can tell someone, but you must be very careful. They must be trusted at the level of top secret. And, and it's not just that they won't tell other people, but they must be trusted to hold that dream like the gem that it is. Otherwise, it's a leak of energy. Victor told only one person what he was doing. He confided in his mother, who, with loving concern, tried to discourage him in order to protect him from what might be a great disappointment. And this is exactly why we tell no one. Unless they can join us at the same level of vibration and dream with us. Despite this discouragement from his mother, he persisted day after day. Two years later, the large company failed and the coveted building went up for sale. On the day of the sale, he seemed no nearer ownership than he had been two years before when he began to apply the law of assumption. During this period, the family had worked hard and their customers had implicit confidence in them. However, they had not earned anything like the amount of money required for the purchase of the property. Nor did they have any source from which they could borrow the necessary capital. Making even more remote their chance of getting it, was the fact that this was regarded as the most desirable property in the whole city, and a number of wealthy business people were prepared to buy it. On the actual day of the sale, to their complete surprise, a man, almost a total stranger, came into their shop and offered to buy the property for them. Due to some unusual conditions involved in this transaction, the son's family could not even make a bid for the property. They thought the man was joking. However, this was not the case. The man explained that he had watched them for some time. He admired their ability, believed in their integrity, and that supplying the capital for them to go into business on a large scale was an extremely sound investment for him. That very day, they purchased the property and the property became theirs. What the son had persisted in seeing in his imagination was now a reality. The hunch of the stranger was more than justified. Today, this family owns not only the particular business referred to, but owns many of the largest industries in the entire country in which they live. The son, seeing his family's name over the entrance of this great building long before it was actually there, was using the exact technique 
that produces results. I'm going to read that again. There's clues here and they are valuable. This is treasure. The son, seeing his family name over the entrance of this great building, long before it was actually there, was using exactly the technique that produces results. By assuming the feeling that he already had what he desired, by making this a vivid reality in his imagination, by determined persistence, regardless of appearance or circumstance, he inevitably caused his dream to become a reality. He inevitably caused his dream to become a reality. And this day, I have a picture of me standing in front of Goddard Enterprises in Bridgetown, Barbados. To this day, Goddard Enterprises is one of the most successful multinational corporations in the whole region. Look them up. Search up Goddard Enterprises. Go to their about page. Read about Victor Goddard and his father and how they founded Goddard Enterprises as a store and how it grew to serve all the islands. In other places, Neville tells the story about how the business became even more successful during World War II, when there was all kinds of fear about the sinking of ships, supply ships from the, the, uh, the, German, the Nazis that had submarines. There's all types of fear around that and all types of evolutionary pressure. And his father used, his father and Victor used this evolutionary pressure as an opportunity to consolidate their commercial control over the entire region. Absolutely amazing what the power of imagination can accomplish. In the comments below, what is your dream that you are holding to, holding to in persistence, right? In persistence, in faith, regardless of the appearances of circumstances, regardless of the evolutionary pressure that arrives on your path. What is your dream? Summarize it. One sentence. Can you get it that clear? Can you get it that clear? You can say it in one sentence. Drop it in the comments below. While you're at it, tap that thumbs up button to help other people find this amazing success story about Goddard Enterprises and subscribe to this channel so that you get Daily Neville tomorrow. Imagine wisely, my friends, and I will see you in the next.